forever. Dog. The girls are not what they seem. This week on the podcast, Diane Hose, Nightmare Hall, the roommate. Welcome to Teen Creeps, the podcast that discusses why Pulp Fiction. I'm one of your hosts, Lindsay Katai. I'm another one of your hosts, Kelly Nugent. And today we are reading another installment in Nightmare Hall by Diane Ho. This book is called <laughs> The Roommate. <laughs> me, this book was putting me to sleep. It's so funny, like, because I feel like we each have different books that, like, make us very sleepy. Yeah. And I didn't, well, I was like on a plane just trying to kill time. So I wasn't really sleepy when I was reading it. I was very, I, well, I had worked. I just gotten out yeah, of the writer's Yeah, that's the meeting. thing. That's the thing. And it's so hot. It's really hot out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's really, really, really hot out. Um, We're in a little heat wave again. Um, So yeah, I get sleepy in the heat as well. Um. But let me read the back of this book to get us kind of on the page, you know? Yeah, go for it. Four roommates share a suite in the quad. Danny is beautiful and perfect from her long blonde hair to her expensive clothes. Margot is mysterious, brutally honest or slyly secretive, depending on her mood. Lacey's a wild woman who loves to party, party, party. And Maureen is quiet and painfully shy, but the girls are not all what they seem. And soon one of them may be dot, dot, dot dead yeah sort of that's what the book is yeah it's just like it's not that this was like even one of like such a bad book it was just kind of mild yeah it was just like making me real sleepy yeah because so we start we're in the we're in the perspective of danny the most and she's like She's the one who's ex- Danny she's kind of spelling. Huh? Danny Spelling is her name. Is it really? Mm-hmm. And she's the one who's like experiencing all of the scariness. And um her roommate's like late to show up and she's like, What the fuck? Like, where's my roommate? I loved Lacey. I, I loved Lacey. Absolutely loved Lacey. And she is Asian, right? Is she? I think. There are hmm. two giveaways. One, her last name. What's her last name? I forget <laughs> off the top of my head. Great. Um, but also, also, um, the did description of her eyes? skin. No, didn't do that. But what, what she did do was like fair skin with a golden undertone. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. But like no food comparisons. So oh, great. Yeah. Great. Um. And she, she had super short boy cut, like, like sh- quote unquote, shockingly short. So I interpreted that as pixie cut. Lacey? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that Lacey had that hair. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, she's great. She was so like fun, funny and, and life. fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I'm glad she didn't die. Me too. And I'm glad she figured it out. She's the one who I, figured it all she out. She was smart because she is smart. Mm hmm. And she pretends that she's just a dumb party girl. I actually really liked how this book shook out. Like, yeah, again, it's like, it's not a bad book. It's like, it it was just. It was read during a heat wave. It was repetitive. It was read during a heat wave. And it was repetitive. Yeah. 
in what is going in what is happening to Danny. But I liked the characters. I liked the setup. I was really into the location. Love like the description the of the quad with the dun I was like, I want to go to this college. Yeah. This was making me very uh nostalgic for college. Yeah. Like eating in the commons and running into people and being in the dorms. I was like, <laughs> I miss it. I know. Um I yeah, I, I liked that so so Danny, it, it basically the setup of their dorm is that it's like a two-person room connected by like a little powder room to another two-person room. And then the showers are down the hall. Um, and uh, Danny, her roommate hasn't arrived yet. And then Lacey and Maureen are roommates. And Maureen goes by Mouse, um, which she actually likes um, going by that name. And she's very, very, very shy. It was funny, like, watching her tell them that and having Danny be like, um, I don't think that can be true. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I, but I do believe her because then at the end she's like, no, that is just like, yeah, that's me. That's like a part of my personality and... Okay, here here's the okay. description of Lacey. So wait, first let me. So her name is Lacey Sakurada. Oh, yeah, she's and Asian. Yeah. Lacey pulled a billowing shirt of thin silk over her head and after another search produced a pair of baggy black pants. Then she turned to face herself in the mirror above the bureau and tilted her head to one side, studying the reflection of her own laughing, restless face. What she saw apparently pleased her, from the smooth skin with the faintly golden glow to the almost shockingly short hair to the humorous brown eyes that turned up at the corners. Oh, she's she smiled at her reflection and turned back to face the other two girls. Great. So yeah, our hero Yay. is Asian. I also, pop, 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 I liked pop, pop, how pop, like pop. dimensional everybody was. Like, so everyone has got secrets, but mm -hmm. like their secrets do make sense. Like, so Margot's secret mm -hmm. is that she's like poor and came from, um, did she come from the system? Was she in the foster system? Yeah, Margot was a foster kid. Yeah. So she doesn't have a lot of money. So that's what she wants to escape. Right. And so she she's the one who arrives late. She's Danny's roommate. Um, Lacey is like party girl, party girl. Um, but really, she's secretly... And I liked the hints too, because it was like, oh, Lacey was like already at Psych 101, uh, even though she like claimed to hate studying. But like her secret is that she's like really good at school and she like doesn't like that. And she's trying to reinvent herself by being a party girl. And she is like really good at being a party girl. She's very fun and like... I don't know if she's necessarily trying to reinvent herself. I think this is already a part of who she is, but she does not like being pinned down as like smart As the kid. smart girl. Well, she, she's trying to keep it a secret that she's smart because at the end they're like, yeah, wait, so like what were your grades? And she's like, okay, straight A's. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it seems, and like what I'm reading into it is like, I don't want to be Asian stereotype yeah. of, of like super smart, like straight laced model minority. That's how I was interpreting it. Yeah. And I love that she's like and brash like and fun and like a prankster and like she, she was just like a really good character. I really liked her. Mm -hmm. And then Maureen is the quiet one who I, I also liked this, like how Lacey, like sh she's like, oh, I have this bad side. And like, I don't like this bad side comes out. But the bad side is just that she like kind of likes to manipulate people in in a nice way, but like kind of treat them like dolls. So she, she's like, oh, my bad side's coming out. Ugh, I guess I'm going to like 
play with Maureen, aka give her a full on makeover. Like it was, <laughs> it was really cute. Um, and yeah, Maureen is mouse, and she is secretly like really into sports and sports journalism, and she like wants to do sports journalism, which was really cute. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like everybody defies a stereotype in some way. Exactly. And mm-hmm. Danny's whole thing is that she's not perfect because she, what did she, she escaped a institution? <coughs> yeah, Danny's thing is that she is a psychopath yeah. who, from uh, from money yeah. whose parents just like hired help to keep her under lock and key and basically in, in how they put it at the end, a posh prison. And then they just go off and travel yeah all the time yeah which is, that sad. is sad and um and and i and i liked too that like so every i mean there are they are fake outs kind of like a lot of the stuff that she experiences is not real yeah it's not egregious though it's like a mystery right right yeah. because it is like like they'll like she's like oh, i'm getting all these threatening calls and then they pick up the call and they're like there's no one there and she's like oh they must have hung up but we know if we're not there for the call that call did not take place. But we but we did have it because she, it was in her head. That's right. Because she wasn't making it up. She was crazy. Um, yes. She was imagining it. Uh, and like, you know, this book crazy. We know that. that yes, is, we know. Is ableist. This is a fictional character. The character is supposed to be like classic horror. Yeah, crazy. yeah, exactly. And um, I, I like that um, Lacey like like is like look i figured this shit out okay she was acting weird she like like she definitely wasn't getting those calls um and that was the other thing of like okay and the fact that she refused to report the call yes yes i also wonder okay i have a question for you Mm -hmm. so when Margot like tried to attack her tried to attack danny with the letter opener Mm -hmm. did that actually happen Yes, that actually happened. And that I think was too much. Yeah. Cause I was like, hmm. Yeah. That was that was like too extreme. Yeah. Cause they were trying to red herring Margot. Uh I think that the perfect level of it was Margot falling asleep in her bed. Cause so Margot sees Danny yes. and is like, yeah. she's so perfect. She's so rich. She's so all of this stuff. And like, I want to be like her, so I'm gonna start parroting her and like kind of acting like her but it's all going to keep slipping because like that's not me and then she like danny walks in on her asleep in her bed and uh, on margo sleeping in danny's bed and danny's like uh what the hell and she's like oh sorry but really <laughs> she was just like what if i could be like her and i thought that's like a good it's like slightly unhinged yeah. definitely freaky she's like because she feels like growing up in the foster home, she she didn't she like didn't have the typical experience and like maybe isn't like socialized in the same way as other people. Right. Yeah. I felt bad. I felt bad sense. for her. Yeah. And it, it does explain her like moodiness mm-hmm. and and um like inconsistency. Yeah, it does. Because she's trying to be something that she's not and it's slipping. Um, yeah, instead of just being like straightforward with everybody about her background. Yeah. I also liked, um, I liked the makeover montage. I liked them shopping together. I thought that was cute. Mm-hmm. Um, the different things that 
Okay, let's go through the different things that Danny had to do to herself. (laughs) Because she was busy. Yeah, she's like a busy villain for herself. For herself. (laughs) Because she has to like do all these things and then like encounter them and react to them. But then also like Mm -hmm. live a normal life as a college student. (laughs) Yep. Which is uh, a lot. A lot. And it does explain why she's like starting to unravel. Right. So... Uh, one of the things that she has to do is to shred up her favorite sweater and put like nail polish all over it and then write on the bathroom window or mirror like y- you're going to die or something like that or like I'm going to get you or something in lipstick and she has to uh, discover it. Yes. She. Oh, the lipstick thing again. She does it again. Yeah. And the phone calls. Mm-hmm. And maybe she's not that busy. A- uh, it's not that busy. She like thinks she's being chased once and like runs into a girl in the laundromat. But yeah, I guess she isn't that busy. Wait, so what was the like structure of the dungeon? What was that? It like takes up the entirety of of underneath the the dorms and the the courtyard of the quad. Mm-hmm. So it's like four dorms that are connected that you can. It, it's almost like a castle, like a medieval castle. Where you can only enter through the one main dorm, and then you are out on the quad and can go to the other buildings. Mm. And there's a courtyard area. That's cool. Oh, like a big, like sloping, like lawn, and that's cool. That looks cool. Yeah. Um, I really wanted to go to this fucking college. I know. <laughs> it just sounded very neat. Yeah, it was really cool. Um, it really sold the idea of like what college would be like, like like created a kind of, I don't know. It just seems Mm -hmm. very like the kids are doing whatever. They're very unsupervised. Like there is an RA, but she's cool and like doesn't really care what people do. Um, Yeah. Yeah. I would want to go there. Same. Um, Made me really, it made me really miss like going to eat in the commons. Oh man. Going to eat at the, yes. I, the the dining hall. Oh my God. It's the best. It was the best. I mean, the food was like whatever, but but it was fun, and you had all this choice. Yeah, and you could do choose whatever love, you want. It's probably why I love a buffet. I love buffets. Oh my god, get mm-hmm. me into a buffet, dude! I love yeah. them. Um, it's basically a commons. I remember, I went to lunch with this girl, uh, and she ended up being one of my best friends. But it was just I I just knew like there were certain moments that I knew like oh this girl's like kind of weird and like I like that. Like I was putting a bunch of like yellow mustard on my sandwich and she just like <laughs> stares at it for a long time and she's like, your shit's going to burn. <laughs> and I was, like, <laughs> and I was like, oh, that's cool. She's cool. Um, I knew that she was like kind of strange. And so that was cool. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, it was cool. Um, so we, do we want to go just like go through? Let's the plot? do it. Let's go through the plot. Okay. Danny, she's just moved in her roommate is not there yet but she meets mouse and um lacy, lacy. oh the beginning when of this lacy book, is just like fully naked yes. looking for a pair of like lacy pink panties and she's like like my name lacy like mm-hmm. the beginning of this book was she's so... like i was beginning to think i wasn't gonna wear any underwear ever at college i know it was <laughs> so like young co-eds meet at the you know it, it was it was very it was very like um like uh, Playboy kind of vibe. 
And yet it was it wasn't getting like a gross. No, it wasn't it was fun. gross. Yeah, it was just like it was fun. Wow, Lacey is out there. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, they they all three meet, and then they're like, "Oh my gosh, where's the other roommate? We can't find her. She is uh nowhere to be seen." And I think it's like days pass before she comes, right? Like she misses orientation and Margot finally arrives and she comes in the middle of the fucking night, like wakes up Danny and Danny's like, um, wait, did she, do we ever learn exactly why she m- missed it? She, what is it? She missed her flight or something? I don't know why. Okay. I, it just said like she didn't want to take part in the orientation stuff. Yeah. So she so danny's like uh wow you just came in really late and she's like yeah so she's like i'm gonna take a shower and she's like why and she's like because i want to and just like leaves she's very brash like very or not brash like very blunt and mm-hmm. not socially smooth mm-hmm. okay you 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 pick up and then so she she like <laughs> when she comes in she does like come in st- take a shower and then like stands over <laughs> forgot about that part danny while she's sleeping yeah and then goes to sleep and danny senses this and she's like uh okay <laughs> <laughs> and and then the next day she's gone already and danny goes through her stuff and she has like very few things to wear and has a letter opener so she's got like five shirts and a letter opener and no photos. Oh, right. And the very first uh, like chapter is a um, like from the perspective of like a the killer, s- the killer or whatever. And it's like, um, uh, like, and yes, my perfect knife is underneath my clothes. And like, I have to blend in. I can't lose my secret. So it's like, maybe that's the knife because she's like, I found a knife. And then someone else is like, what's that letter? opener and she's like oh i guess it's just a letter opener mm-hmm. yeah. and so you, that's why you think it's Margot for most of the book mm-hmm. even though you are familiar with these books and you know it probably isn't Margot for that reason right 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 oh yeah there's a party mm-hmm. because danny met a guy named jordan uh who really really likes her right away and then they all go to the party together and Lacey gets really drunk. Oh yeah. Is is flirting with a guy named Pete who's from New York and Margot is gone and Mouse is also gone home already. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just it's just um and and Lacey's like being weird and drunk too. And um this is kind of a fake out. She like so Lacey leaves with Pete and then Jordan and and Danny start kissing. And then Lacey just like fully screams outside and they run to see what happened and it was a joke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Which is And rude. Lacey's like, gotcha. And and Danny's like, uh, have you ever heard girl who cried wolf? And I'm like, Yeah, don't do that. That's not okay. Yeah, don't yeah, don't, don't, don't. Um so then the next day, Lacey is hungover and Margot is mocking her for it. And she's like, she's being kind of mean about it too, though. She's like, I really just don't like people who like don't know their limits. 
Well, because she probably has some fucked up situations in her past. Yeah, so she probably had some pretty ugly situations in foster mm-hmm. care. And um, Danny respectfully is like, oh, maybe she has like a, a history with people who have an addiction. And so that's why she's acting like this. And I was like, that's very um, emotionally intelligent of you, Danny. Yeah. And then they do, they start to get closer. Um, Margo is borrowing a lot of Danny's clothes. Yeah. And then, oh, but like Margo freaks out on Danny in that scene where she like finds her looking at her letter opener. Yeah. 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 And it's like, never touch my stuff. Which again, probably had some ugly situations in the foster care. Yeah. Um, and it's a family heirloom and maybe that's like all she has yeah. from her from her family. Yeah. Um and then like Danny is just starting to get like the threatening calls the teller that that keep saying like you're going to be punished and shit like that. Mhm. Mm-hmm. And um then she's like she she she's like where's my golden sweater? And then she sees Margo, she's like I know Margo took it. And everyone's like, I mean, I guess, I don't know. And then Margo's wearing it and she's like, oh my God, you're wearing my fucking sweater. And Margo's like, yeah, I don't know. You told me that I could like borrow stuff. But I did think Margo was gaslighting her here and lying. I thought that that Danny didn't tell her that. I know, but she did at the beginning. Remember? I didn't remember her saying she could have it. Not not that she could have it, no. Because that's what Margo's saying. She's like, you told me I could have it. And so that's why I just... Right, 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 right. Got it. That's why I didn't ask you. What she said was, yeah, she twisted it. What she said was like, oh, you you can borrow my clothes sometimes because like we're the same size, which is like very vague and does not mean just go. Yeah. Make it seem like, yeah, possibly. Possibly. But like, I don't know. That's just like not. It doesn't mean she can have it forever. Yeah, exactly. It's not the same thing. And then Margot fully flips out on her when she confronts her Holy. about it to the point where like she is like up in her face Danny against a wall it yeah. truly doesn't make sense and then she throws but you know what again we don't know her past maybe something really fucked up happened to her in foster care because yeah, she doesn't, doesn't mean you can just do that no it doesn't mean you can do yeah. that it, it's but a it, reason it, not I mean excuse. certainly that explains like why she probably had that reaction is like yeah. maybe there were a lot of fights in foster care. Yeah, I think that's what it was. But it is not a normal reaction to have. No, no, no. And then she throws the letter opener and it's into the table. Which means and she threw it hard. She threw it fucking hard. And Danny's like, oh my fucking God, she's fucking crazy, dude. <laughs> is and it at that point that she starts getting the calls or has she already started getting the calls? I think she's I don't know. It's now all kind is of getting the up. calls. Also, and Lacey observes it too. And Lacey's like, oh, whoa. <laughs> She's like, <"Ooh, laughs> yeah. check, please. Um, but yeah, so then she's like, so Danny's like, um, kind of starts like at that point when the calls start happening a lot and then the sweater is shredded, she starts like kind of isolating herself from her other roommates or suite mates or whatever. Um, because she like, she, they, I think what really is happening is that they're kind of becoming hip to the idea that she's maybe not what she seems, but she thinks that like no one believes her and that she just is scared. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. And then, oh, what was the thing that the guy was going to tell 
Um, remember when that one guy goes on the date with Mouse and he's like, oh, that guy that's dating your friend Danny, like, and he like is about to spill the beans on him, but then doesn't? What What was he going to say? I don't know. What was the deal with that? Nothing. Maybe he's an undercover cop. <laughs> Maybe. And he's tracking Danny because Danny's on the lam. Maybe. <laughs> but he didn't say. Yeah, there were Pete some never pieces. Says. There, there are there are some pieces that don't get explained yeah, or which or hooked up to anything. Bothers else. me. Yeah, which is not really a cool sloppy to do. Yeah, it's a little bit sloppy. What are you, Damien Lindelof? Boom. <laughs> <laughs> what are you, Arl Stein? <laughs> um, but yeah, yep. Um, I'm a little lost because it all. Th- this is where it I does started start to, to bleed get, like, together. Sleepy because it's all just like. Danny's getting calls. Danny's feeling like Jordan is being weird. And he is. He is. Being a little weird. Like lures her into a fucking topiary maze. Yeah, and yeah, then yeah. like scares her in it. No, he's being very weird. Which is not. Don't do that. I know. And then he's like, haha, what a joke. And she's like, seriously, don't ever fucking do that again. And he's like, and and then she thinks that he's the one who's been calling her. And he's like, no, I'm not like that demented. But then mm-hmm. it's because it's fake. <laughs> didn't happen. Yep. Um, and he didn't do it yet because it's fake. <laughs> yeah. So he's it's true. He he was not lying to her. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, he. So then she. What happens next? So this is my problem uh, with the book. Is that it's like uh, the order is like yeah, kind of all over the place. Yeah. I mean, honestly, a lot of just the same stuff happens. And then we get like the climactic part where she's like in the she goes down into the dungeon to what is she doing when she runs into that girl with the laundry? I don't know. She's like running around checking it out. Yeah. (laughs) So then she she checks it out, doesn't find anything. So then she's like, "Eh." and then. But then yeah. this is like right before she like is running around in, in there and then encounters Lacey. Now, can you fill me in on the final um, encounter with all of them? Because guess what? I was on a plane and some of those pages didn't load. <laughs> so I couldn't <laughs> read them. So I knew that I knew like how it shook out. But like it would be one page every like seven pages that didn't have anything. Oh, and, no. Yeah. At the very end during the climax. So I was like. Uh, oh okay so i know that she like she encounters lacy next thing we know next thing i knew yeah it get it got a little confusing because it's trying to like because it's trying to confuse you yes um let me see if i can find it so blah 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 this is when so this yeah it gets like really confusing so margo is trying to make up with danny and she's like I'll I'm I'm gonna go to the dungeon and like study but also watch TV. I'll raid the vending machines. You meet me in the lounge. Mm-hmm. She 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 told Lacey and Mouse where they'd be. And then Danny's like, okay, yes, I will join her. And then she goes down the stairs. Blah blah blah. Oh yeah, the lights have gone off on on Danny in the shower. And that would oh, yeah, scare she freaks the out. fucking shit out of me. Yeah. And then the um, RA comes in and she's like, yeah, sorry, that just happens sometimes. Yeah. And because it's like an old building. Yeah. 
So so then she goes down to meet her there and it says she walked toward it. The TV in the lounge was on, but no one was there. Danny stepped into the lounge. She put her hand up on the wall. Margot, she called softly. She heard a sound behind her and the lights went out again. This time, Danny didn't scream. Something kept her quiet, as quiet as the basement, as quiet as Margot. And then it cuts to she she stayed still, so still, so still for so long that the violent pounding of her heart slowed down to a dull, terrified thud, thud. She hear blah, blah, blah. It's dark. And then a light, a flashlight comes on. The flashlight's knocked out of her hand. She's scrambling for it. But like now we don't know who whose head we're in. Right. And then a knife is coming down at her. And then she grabs onto something and it's lacy. Mm-hmm. And now, and then like in the next chapter, we find out we are in Margot's head. And Danny is coming after her. And Danny has al- already attacked Lacey. Yeah. And that's when Danny is like, you can't trick me. I'm special. You're all against me. Yeah, this is when it starts to really come apart. And this is when she like admits that she like escaped yeah. her house and killed her nurse. And Well, that's right. They're like, you wouldn't have been the first there. person that she killed. Which yeah. I didn't hear about the, the confession of the murdering the nurse. So that I was like, I wonder who else she killed. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah she she killed her companion oh my god hired to stay with her Aww. yeah it's sad and then i remember they were like oh my god i wonder if and Lace- she just like nicked lacy yeah lacy's like i'm fine she got me in the hand yeah because lacy's already figured out what was going on and called the cops so yeah good for lacy good for lacy and then that's when lacy tells them like the whole deal yeah yeah i liked it i liked it i liked how Lacey figured it all out. Yeah. And I liked too that, oh, this was the other part where they like. Lacey was very observant. They like, um when they are like all admitting their stuff, mm-hmm. you know, and then who is it that, I think it's Margot who's like, I was trying to be someone else and they were, and, and Lacey and, and Mouse are like, no, but we like, like you, like for yeah, you. Yeah, we like you for who you are. That was you, so you cute. Didn't need to do that. Yeah. I mean, those girls are going to be friends for life. They've been through such an ordeal. <laughs> <laughs> you start crying. I know. Like, I just feel like they just have been through so much. No, but really, I I, I was like, oh my God. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. No, it's nice. Yeah. It's really nice. Um, yeah. And that's the book. And that's the book. Um, I don't know. I, w- I would say read this one. Just don't read it when you're sleeping don't on a heat wave. Read it when it's like wave. 100 degrees out, I guess. And like when you are tired from work. Yeah. Because <laughs> it will put you right to sleep. Um, but I guess if you're on an airplane, do read it. Because it was perfectly f- a perfectly lovely experience for me to read it on an airplane. <laughs> <laughs> like if you have, I I guess it's not a great the circumstances need to be right. It's not great if you read it when it is 100 degrees, you just got off work and you are frantic to get it done right, before you right, have to right, record right, right. a podcast. About and then it. when your eyes are like rolling around, I've, I've been there too. And you, you, you know, when your, your eyes start losing focus and you're like, fuck, I need yeah, to keep awake. Like, ah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've been there. <laughs> you're just like, oh my God, I'm not going to get it done. <laughs> stress, stress, stress. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, but I don't have a ton more to say about it. Right, right. And what, I guess that's a kind of a critique. Sure, maybe some like you know weirder shit could have happened. Did you? I I remember for a long time when I was in high school, 
and actually even early college, I didn't drink. I did like didn't even think to drink caffeine. I don't even know why. And so I would like, <laughs> oh, I was obsessed with. Caffeine. I would just like fall asleep in class all the time, or like fall asleep studying, and like just be tired all the time. And I mean, I also was like blackout drunk every night and whatever. But like, <laughs> it, it it was so funny how just like, duh, Kelly, drink caffeine, and now I have to have it. I like need to have coffee in the morning, otherwise I get very sleepy um and get a headache because i'm actually addicted um Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but it's just so funny like yeah because my dad would drink coffee at work and my mom didn't really drink coffee so it was like we just didn't really it wasn't that i feel like that's such a normal american thing to have coffee with your breakfast and like my parents didn't do that Hmm. yeah my grandma drank coffee all day long every day (laughs) really all day long oh my gosh yep was she, I mean, did she seem like wired or is just normal? No, she just like sat and read romance novels all day. <laughs> that's cute. Mm-hmm. Um, that was my grandma. Yeah, that's really cute. Like as many books as we read about for, for Teen Creeps, my grandma just read like for a fun. romance novel a day. We had like two closets full of romance novels. Well, those are, I mean, I, I know that the books that we read are quick reads, but like romance novels also are like fairly quick. Yes, you can really exactly. zip through those things. Mm-hmm. Um, that's funny. Did you ever read any of them? I did. Yeah. Did you? They were funny. Did you like them? They were, they were funny? They were stupid. I, I, I appreciated the stupidity of them. Yeah. <laughs> Were they like the Harlequin kind? Like the cheapy? Yeah, they were like all kinds. But yeah, a lot of Harlequins in there. That's so funny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Did your mom read them? No. <laughs> nope. It's just grandma. Just grandma. On the couch all day. That's cute. Um, yeah, I think she was a funny lady. That's nice. I think I only ever read like two romance novels like as a young person. I don't know. Yeah, I, that makes sense. I wasn't really that into them. I did read like, I mean, I've talked about this, like the really embarrassing like Piers Anthony books, which were like, <laughs> like pornographic, like, uh, <laughs> yes, oh, yeah. fantasy, um, mm-hmm. but like also like the most unsexy shit that you could ever yep. read, like deeply yep. unsexy, but like because it had sexual content in it, I was like, oh my God, this is spicy. But like if I were to read it now, it's like, <laughs> oh man, this is really bad and like deeply unsexy. Like has the sexiness of like Lin-Manuel Miranda singing, can't say no to this, actively disgusting. D- that 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 song in Hamilton makes me want to throw up. Him performing I that song. I fucking hate that song and I hate his performance of that song. It's yep. so gross. I like want to fucking barf. It's mm-hmm. so embarrassing to me. Um, yeah, I because like wow, way to fucking blame her. I know, so many levels that, and then just truly like seeing Lin Manuel's face like while he's like actively pretending to be like turned on. I'm like, I can't, yeah. I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't. Not for me. I mean, his bless. performance in Hamilton. <laughs> yeah, is not for me. Uh, unfortunately, at this time, it's not for me. <laughs> uh, whereas. Um, what's his face? Why can't I remember his name right now? Oh, uh, Ben Platt and Dear Evan Hansen. Very for you. <laughs> no, no. In Hamilton, the guy who plays Jefferson. Uh, you gotta How get. Dare you? Gotta you. Get your kicks where you can, man. How I'd, dare I'd... you? <laughs> David Diggs. That's yeah, his yeah, name. Yeah, I remembered yeah. it. That yeah. Like 
He should have played Hamilton. Yeah. But then we wouldn't get him playing Jefferson, and that would be a damn shame. So <sighs> what what do I really want? I don't know. I don't know. I can't help you, Lindsay. You can't. <laughs> you can't. Um and we can't go back in time. So no. You know? No, 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 no. Um Yeah, but that's the book. I'd say uh mm, read it mm-hmm. in the right circumstances. I liked it. Um sorry if uh I'm kinda low energy today. I don't know. I'm I'm weird. Well, that's okay. We did record two episodes before this already. We did. But I am I'm fi- I mean, I'm low energy all the time. Mm, mm. Uh, and I don't, I just don't have anything else to say about this book. Yeah. Sometimes that's what it is. Sometimes, sometimes that's what it is. Um, so thank you so much, everybody, for listening. We really, really appreciate you. Mm-hmm. Um, and a very special thank you to our Patreon listeners, patreon.com slash teencreeps. We've got a lot of really fun stuff for you. Uh, and a shout out personalized to our Patreon producers who give it the $15 a month level. Thank you, Aaron Fernandez. Adam Howitz. Amanda Kay. Amanda Nangle. Amy T. Ann Dwyer. Brian Petty II. Caitlin L. Carrie Ham. Claire Moore. Courtney McPhail. Danielle Amana. Danny B. Drew Waranis. Ellie Lagos. Emma. Emma M. Aaron B. Gabriela Santiago. Gianna Fernandez. Gwendolyn Ludovic. Jason H. Jeremy Cronk. Jeremy Goodfellow and Marco Pavlicich. Jesse T. Jessica Smith-Harper. Jessica Yu. Jonathan Venable. Sersha Descaro. Karen Lewis. Kat Miller. Katie Lilly. Katie Olsner. Keith Anderson. Kelly Burns. Carrie N. Cody X. Siegel. Hoy. Larry Desmond. Larry Nguyen. Laura Hooper. Mary N. Megan Lozier. Melody. Micah Eunice. <gasps> Miguel Camacho. Miranda Hester. Molly G. Molly Marks. Noah Spargo. Rachel Bassert. Rashad B. Randy Klett. Rebecca Goss. Rogue Kalahua. Sarah Wallen. Sasha Gibson. Sylvie T. Tristan Buckner. Victoria Beck. Victoria Gray. And Victoria Valdez. Thank you. Thanks, everybody. We appreciate you. Um, Can we say what we're doing next week? Or are we no. just going to tease people? We're, okay. we're teasing. Sorry, guys. Can't say. <laughs> can't say you haven't read it yet. Yeah. Yeah. So. Can't say. Sorry about it. Appreciate you, though. <laughs> we'll see you next episode. Take care of yourselves and keep it creepy. Forever Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Kelly Nugent, Lindsay Katai, Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram, at Forever Dog Team, and liking our page on Facebook.